Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Oh, of, of course, I get the, uh, the the idea to move my camera two seconds before we go live. Mm -hmm. We have to see all of Ryan's entire... room for a brief moment. God, that's another hallway. Is that a, is that a hallway? End, endless hallways. That's the entrance to my to my dungeon, of course. Oh my god, I want a dungeon. Why don't yeah. I have a dungeon? It's actually a walk-in closet, but it's... It's where you keep the undead. Oh no, he, I thought he just went quiet. I thought I was making him uncomfortable. Instead, he just froze. Oh no. Well, that's it for Dyson with Death today, everybody. Ryan has died. He's been hit by a paralysis spell. And um, I hope you enjoyed our game. We'll see you next week for some more Dyson with Death. But for realsies, we're just going to wait for him to, to unfreeze and come back. So just stick around. is dead. There's no way to reach out to him. No, Pierre, we haven't started yet. We, we had a delayed start, and then just as the campaign went live and we were getting ready to do everything, uh, we had a technical problem. So now we are floating in the ether, waiting for... waiting for magic. Also known as the internet. XCOM? No, 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 no. Thrones of Britannia is what we would play then. <sighs> I've really been enjoying Thrones of Britannia. It's been fun. It's been good. Guess while he's gone, we check up on the daily news, see what's happened in the world.
Police responded to Arlington Cheesecake Factory after promotion for free cheesecake got out of control. Watch out, guys. Well, we're just gonna wait for him. I don't know when he's going to show up. So we're just gonna keep waiting. I will try and find a way to entertain you. Give me a minute. A true solo campaign. It's just me, and I'll play all of the player characters and the DM and the NPCs. We could do that, but we'd need... We need, like, four cameras or five cameras. One for each PC, so I can look at that camera and play that character. And then, you know, when I change and speak as another character, I'd have to turn to a different camera. So that way we could tell who I'm speaking as each time. And then we need one for the DM. So... Yeah, I guess we could do like a, a two-player, one DM campaign and need three cameras, or a, a three-player, one DM campaign and need four cameras or something. Doing four PCs might be a little much. Three might be manageable. Maybe some quick critical feedback. I'm giving a 5e campaign and have, having trouble preparing. I can't predict where the party will go next, and preparing every location in detail is way too much. Any tips? All right. <clears throat> yeah, I got some tips. You gotta, you gotta be less of a perfectionist. Don't worry so much about the planning and the details. Because the players are going to ruin all of your plans anyway. You gotta... Gotta be fast and loose and think on your feet. And just, the things you plan are the really important things that won't change. You know, like... How do we say? Um, a great example would be Frozen Frontier. Giants. I planned out the giants. I'm just like, they're here. Here's their leadership. Here's what they want. Here's what they're sort of around to do. These giants are a set piece. And they're just going to be here. 
And when the players run into them, the players run into them. And if they never run into them, they never run into them. But I don't worry about, like, the Giants specifically going to say this, or he's specifically going to do that, or the players are going to meet them in this or that way, yada, yada, yada. You just kind of, like, make up what you know you're going to need, and then you wait for it to happen if it ever does happen. You know? Uh, there were... If we're gonna keep using Frofro as an example, there's that group of gnolls in the woods, sort of near the entrance to that big, like that zone three, that big area at the bottom. After they pass through the the fort and the walls, there's the forest and the no, uh, and the gnolls, and then there's all the other area. The party never went to that forest with the gnolls. I expected that to be the very first place they went, um, so I planned out sort of like who those gnolls were who their leader was, but just kind of big, broad strokes. Oh my God, he's back. He's back. So the long and short of it is uh, don't plan too much. Learn to improvise and just plan out the key details that you can't improvise on the spot. Um, and just roll with the punches the rest of the time and make it up as you go along. Hello. The internet is turned back on. Ah, yeah. I know what that's like. I... Battle days. Oh my god. Those days, yeah. I had a mode and die on me in the middle of like a 30, like a three day stream or something, two day stream. Some multi day marathon stream, I had a mode and die on me. Is your, yours isn't dead, dead though, it's just unconscious. Okay. It wasn't North Korea launching nuclear missiles at Seattle. <laughs> I see. Oh, they can't hear you. I'm just talking to myself to them. Oh, how wonderful. I'm so sorry. All right. That's that's fine. My jokes were they were good and on point and you know, keeps them all, all the good stuff to himself. Well, I need source material that I can steal and pass off as my own. <laughs> I'll steal your uh, character names and then I'll, I'll mute you so I can steal your jokes what friendship's all about yeah so uh are we gonna try again yeah or... we're gonna try again yeah all right Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. How are you doing, Ryan? Doing well. Give it a few seconds. We'll uh, see if the modem randomly decides to restart itself. Mm -hmm. But I think we're good. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. And Show if you're fine. watching the VODs, this is, this is definitely starting on time for the first time. We've never been here before. 
Not once. <clears throat> How are you doing this morning, Neil? Sleepy, but good. Excited for today's Malsifer uh, and all the good things to go. It's been a, a couple of good months of really, really good D&D, and I'm excited to keep the ball rolling on this. Uh, how are yeah. you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. It's uh, deceptively sunny because it's actually freezing outside, but yep. in here we got... Uh, it's toasty. Um, There's zombies. Mm -hmm. what, what, what more could you uh, could you ask for? Tis the season. We got snow covering everything out my window right now. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah, we don't we don't do real winter here on the on the west coast. You don't do real winter. No. Oh no, you definitely can't see the snow. It's just blurred by water. No, this is like when I uh, when I gave the uh, our first go at this. Our Twitch viewers uh, a a blurry uh, view of the uh, of the room. Ah, yes. With all your necromancy closets. <laughs> well, that's, that's still on camera. I, yeah. I might even be able to see the uh, my black robe. I think it's, it's no. behind the flannel. It's <laughs> perfect. Uh, all right, so here we are. Malsifer, where do we leave we off? Are. Ah, uh, well, I'm level two. Got an undead army. Mm, uh, armies may be a big word. It might be misleading. An, an undead uh, platoon. There we go. <laughs> Squad, something. Uh, yes. Uh, all is well in, uh, in Winter Reach. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, everyone, uh, all, of the, all of the locals, all the serfs are happy and healthy. Uh, my household servants just uh, submitted to a mark of servitude, so now they're uh, <laughs> uh, they've got my protection from uh, all things. I don't know, non-living. Mm -hmm. At least as far as I can help it. Oh, perfect, um, lovely. Yeah, so where where should we pick back up? I think where where um, do we were, leave off? So sorry, sorry for interrupting. Please. You were getting me a spell list, I believe. Did that happen at any point uh, in time? No. Yes. Yes, it did. Yes. Um, we are going to use the version of spear armor that is on the list. I am presently sending you via Discord PM. It should be the third spell on that list. Necromancy. Is this the first one that's actually relevant? Mana yes. tap got cut in the in the alpha testing and vampire uh, touch is rekeyed or something or re yeah whatever. yeah mana tap is back when we were going to treat necromancers as just regular uh a specialty of wizards rather than their own solo class mm -hmm. so no more no more more it was, so everything goes off of the level yes yes so I would get. So if I decided to give up some of my life force as, or to create the spirit armor, I would have for two attacks. I would reduce damage by two. 
Yes. So lower levels, it's less useful. Higher levels, it gets incredibly powerful. Yeah, I don't actually think that that's worth it. Maybe barely worth it. So half HP, or sorry, quarter HP. A quarter of seven is two. So I give up two HP to reduce four HP worth of damage. Yeah. Probably worth doing. Cool. So, yeah, where do you want to pick up? I'll probably go ahead and cast the spirit armor myself. Um, but if you have something you want to do before we check this, uh, no. this ritual out. I have nothing. It's perfect. I think, yeah, everything is everything is fine in winter re- winter's reach. Mm-hmm. And let's, uh, yeah, walk, what, is there any components to this ritual how do i how does it how does it work were you imagining there being like a visual effect like am i surrounded by my own spirit force can you can you see swirling spiritual energy around me you probably need some i think you need some sort of detect magic spell to see the energy about you Mm -hmm. um it's probably not visible to anyone, but I think... Is there a duration? Uh, until... Uh, just the until number the of attacks, attacks have expired. Happened. So yeah. you can, you could, I could potentially conjure spirit armor now and have it for... For eternity. Indefinitely, for eternity. Yeah. But you Does will not regain your back? HP it, it, it until... It takes that out of your max HP. Right. Um, and then once the spell has diminished, then the HP can return. Cool. Yeah. So I've got. I must find a ritual in one of these writings that describes something like this, something akin to the, the mark of servitude that I just. Yeah, it's in that from laboratory. Yeah. yeah, yeah, grandmother Clarice, I believe. Mm-hmm. Here's my dice with death notebook. Um, it's in that back room of your laboratory where you find mm-hmm. these things. Uh, in one of your books that you're flipping through, you see this, this these notes about the spiritual energy uh, and how you can tie it with the life energy and bind it and wrap it around you. But there's a little <laughs> note in the margins um, that talks about the the toll it takes on your body and how it sort of drains part of your life essence. Um, and as long as it's active, it, that drain is quite visible. The the quarter HP that you sacrifice sort of gives you a uh, gaunt look with like dark circles under your eyes and your cheeks kind of like suck inward a little bit, at least until the spell has expired and you regain your XP, you kind of almost like shrink as a person. Like your body just kind of pulls in a little bit tighter uh, during the process. So there's a, a visual cue, but you really have to know what you're looking for. Clarice clearly kept uh, very detailed notes. Yes. Yes, um, she did. did. Was there any speculation about whether this could be used with someone else's life force? Could you draw upon someone else's energy to uh, power a spirit armor or some other spell? Um, you know... The book that she wrote in has notes on that too, uh, but they sort of 
trail off, and then there's a, a mark on it that says, like, see page, you know, like, 45 of the Red Bound book instead. Mm. Um, Perhaps. You, you know, that, yeah. that is one of the other books in the area, and you flip it open, and you can look to that section, and uh, it's just a, it's notes for a different spell instead. Mm. It seems like the attempts at using spirit armor on another person resulted in a higher level spell that is incomprehensible to you at this moment in time. <coughs> nice blend of uh, rules and uh, narrative there. Yep. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Pardon me. All right. And by big bucks, I mean nothing. So, uh, yeah, let's do this. I don't, I think I do whatever this ritual is on myself. It's a pretty quick act, right? Like it's a, takes a minute or so to like, what? Yeah. Cut my cut my palm open, use my blood to draw some protective sigil symbol on my chest. Where are you doing the old Instagram? Hmm. I think in my study where I'm, where I was reading this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to when, when, I guess, when am I doing all of this? What, how many days have lapsed since the events of last, uh, last episode? You tell me. Last session. I mean, immediately, as far as I'm concerned, next night or something like that. There we go. The next okay. night. Mm. Uh, I have, I have a question for you. Why is it that pentagrams feature so heavily in necromancy? What what are the five points that are so important? I'm not sure. You started with the pentagram. Yeah. Um, there may be some real-world historic explanation. I mean, you... Mm. I think you referenced, like, wizard summoning circles or something like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's... Some, it's like, yeah. Some, akin to a summoning circle, right? Containing some magical, or in this case, spiritual energy. Five points? I don't. I don't know. Maybe some, uh... It's D&D, &D, right? Pentagrams. All right. I was seeing if you had a, an interesting in-game I haven't thought of it, it, but, uh... I admit, Mouse, I'm sure, is right. He's only a second-level, uh... Necromancer. He doesn't know all the... Not all the tricks. Doesn't know everything. You know, he knows why what you draw, maybe not why he's, uh... Why he's doing it. Okay. Okay. Okay, so, so you, you I draw use out a, this pentagram. You, right, I, yeah. You pull out your life force and trim it in a way to provide you with a shield, and you do feel the sinking sensation in your eyes as your cheeks sort of just like slide down your face a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I have access to my own token or something. Oh no. I will immediately remember. I think this was one you dropped in as a trial and you never actually made it my character on this uh on this the fluid. there. Now you can touch him. Sweet deal. So I will uh set my HP to five out of five. Right? Nice. These this rounds up. Um but I have two charges of spirit armor. Shouldn't you be at five out of seven? Well, I just drained two to create spirit right. armor, right? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing. Okay. It's fine. Mm. You you know your shit. You're, you've been playing this game for 20 fucking years. 
I'm not going to question you. You know best. Risky. All right. Um. Ooh. There we go. It'll get more complicated when I've got more than two charges, but. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move those to the bottom so they don't get in the way as much. Lovely. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Okay. So, Malsifer's late nights and uh, sacrifices are taking their toll on his uh, on his body. He's a young man, even if he doesn't look it anymore. <laughs> All right. Um, and I think... What are we going to do with the undead army? Sorry, platoon. <laughs> yes, there are many things that There's too many done. of them to fit in the basement, right? Or to fit it. You got 10 and 10? Ten? 10 yeah, 10 skeletons, 10 zombies. Uh you could put them all in the the back laboratory and mm-hmm. they could fit in there and you could work in the front laboratory. Mhm. You know, if you push them up against the walls and command them to stand still, they don't take up a lot of space. Mm-hmm. We probably need some on hand just in case for protection, but they're so stinky. I got to figure out a way to. Uh... So I think that's maybe a next task or a, a side task. Destentify. Yeah, yeah, probably picking up an embalming proficiency like I've talked about for level three and figure out a way to have some house zombies that, uh, you know, find a way to uh, to wrap them with uh, incense and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe even techniques to remove the putrefying organs that uh, create such foul stench. <laughs> But let's keep them in the lab for now. Now they're all armed with weapons and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Except zombies, which just use their strength, right? Yeah, D four plus four damage, quite strong. Can you give a zombie a weapon, or are they just not? No, they're they do not have the dexterity to wield something. They can barely <clears throat> hold a thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I think a little bit of time passed. Like, this is probably over a couple of days, right, of reading and research and ritual and... You spend a few days researching these things, exploring the spell books of your grandmother, Mm -hmm. poking around, looking at your skeletons and zombies, seeing that the the fresh zombies aren't decaying very quickly at all. In fact, their decay Mm -hmm. is quite slow um, and I think maybe two or three days later probably in the evening while you're working in your mm-hmm. laboratory you hear Lord Rosegrove calling for you Master Winters Master Winter <clears throat> yeah I uh, come out from my uh my cellar and uh, see why Lord Rosegrove is calling. 
the sheriff is here, <laughs> ready. The 50 to 60 year old man who sort of runs the law in town. <laughs> uh, he has his cap held tightly in his hands, um, kind of at, at sternum <clears throat> level, his head bowed, looking sort of vaguely in your direction, but clearly at the ground. Yeah. I, yeah, I approach, probably wipe some dirt off my hands as I come around the side of the house. He's maybe, was he led inside by Lord Rosegrove nope. or is he waiting on the porch? He's waiting on the porch. He sees you climbing out of your dungeon hole. I think, I don't think you can see the hole from the front porch. He probably sees me walk around from the side of the house, like wiping okay. dirt off my hands, right? Sure, sure. So like uh, Lord Rosegrove goes around a corner, calls for you and then comes back with you as you're like dusting and mm -hmm. de-dirting yourself. Yeah, but very clearly I just came out of my cellar. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe I have to be more careful. Maybe not. This is uh, this is my estate after all. Who are you so. to let the no the commoners here dictate your actions? It is for them to accept you, not you to accept them. Yes. Well, commoners though they may be, they are all uh, heirs to uh, the kingdom of old Gadia. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, Sheriff, what brings you uh, to my estate at this late hour? Dark tidings, I my lord. There's been an accident in town. A, uh... <laughs> A wandering knight came through, traveling from across Gidile, through the Blumwood. He stopped for rest and food and drink in the tavern in town. And uh, he had one and another. Before we knew it, he was in a drunken rage. He pulled out his axe and Kind of goes quiet for a little bit. Blacksmith, Lord, he he cut his hand off. Jason will never forge another nail again. J oh, you added it. Wait, was Jason already here? Or did yeah, you Jason's your blacksmith. Yeah, now he's an ex-blacksmith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He was our only one, too, right? He is. Malsifer is uh, coolly seething. Where's the knight now? In the tavern still. He insisted it wasn't his fault and sat there and kept drinking. But, uh, my lord, I, I feel I need to warn you. He's a knight and covered in armor. His shield. I'm, uh headed inside of my house to uh, fetch my well my axe for one um, maybe a crossbow too um, I grab the cross and then I look to the sheriff does the sheriff have his own what is, weapon does he have like a cudgel or what is he uh, he has a cudgel at his side and that's it and it, maybe a knife or something but not mm -hmm. like a I hand the sheriff the crossbow. He takes it from you. 
Yeah, he doesn't even wear armor because nothing ever happens in this quiet town. His force yeah. of authority is usually enough to handle it. And when mm -hmm. it's not, I mean, no one else is wearing armor and he's got higher hit points since he's a sheriff, so. Let's pay the tavern a visit. And we head into, uh, into town, into the uh, center of the, yeah, camp. When we say town, we really just mean a collection of a couple dozen buildings, probably around just a giant, just like a around a bonfire. Mm-hmm. Aired a communal fire. Yeah. And tavern is probably just like a, uh, I don't know, like a brewer's shack <laughs> set up next to that fire. There's like a, a cover for it so people can drink there it's or socialize in the rain. Buildings, right? This is probably one of the one of the only one of the few permanent structures. Like it's not like a cart that's just been turned into some family home. It's a someone it's a ramsh, ramshackle mm -hmm. tavern, but it's big enough to accommodate much of the town at once. Yeah, someone built a, a basement to store to brew the beer in, and then put a roof over that, and built a bar, and then added onto that. So it's a structure that has gone through many iterations and expansions yeah. and has different the, construction styles and there's like a weird former back patio that has a sink but now it's been built indoors and now there's a refrigerator back there and you're like this clearly <laughs> used to be someone's back patio outside what the fuck why is there a bathtub right next to the sink I don't get it but okay oh wow does the uh, does the tavern have a name um, everyone just refers to it as the ta the tavern. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm just curious. What, I mean, so for us, it's the ta it's the tavern. Uh, yeah, I think I'm it's wondering a, what, what a wand wandering adventurer might uh, call it. Well, it's run by the Bates family. So why don't we call it the um, Bates the, the Bates Tavern? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that reference. That was good, wasn't it? I don't which oh the, the I like the uh, tavern description. <laughs> yeah, it was solid. I thought you'd um, appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this is what this is what I'm using over as we as Malsifer walks into town. He's probably seething, but maybe a little excited to dispense the Lord's justice. Mm-hmm. This opportunity probably doesn't come up that often. I don't know how many times Mouse for himself has even had to deal with this sort of shit, but it, I'm sure it happens from time to time at mm -hmm. a, you know, family it, state like this. It's an uncommon thing. It's probably been a few years since you've had to do <laughs> this. Um, <laughs> are you excited about this? <clears throat> Tingling with nervous anticipation. Do I have any like necromantic abilities I should be aware about in combat? I've got vampiric touch, right? Yep, but I think that's it. That, but that is it. Oh, there's a withering touch, decay. Living oh, right, because vampiric touch only does like one damage or something per round. Yeah, that like drains. So vampiric touch. Oh, it sacrifices a, tar a target to gain lifespan. Is that still how it works? Right, right. So you have to actually full-fledged kill a person. Um, drain life will convert HP at a rate of one per round. Where is a oh, drain that's, life? Okay. Yeah, that's really slow, though. So withering touch is your only real attack spell. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's that's probably yeah i think that's what i gotta do grab the guy withering touch him i mean withering touch is 2d6 damage over two rounds Mm -hmm. what if it doesn't kill him got an axe Got my. Uh, I can... He's got chainmail and a shield. <laughs> He's got minimum AC seventeen. Yeah. Ooh. Possibly eighteen if he's got a shield proficiency. Yeah. He's drunk. That's true. But... <clears throat> yeah. So I'm thinking all the ways this could play out. Um. But in any case, uh, so I tell uh, Freddy on the way, you know, like, watch the exits. He's he's got the crossbow loaded, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So you guys head into the the village. Mm-hmm. There's the big bonfire pit in the middle. Um, it's burning so think, low. Yeah. So I think like the tavern has some outdoor seating all the way up to the bonfire. Like it probably Definitely. takes. Up a, I don't know. And by seeding, yeah. we mean one day someone rolled a big-ass log over here and it's been sitting there for like 100 years and everyone yeah. sits on it. Yeah, and there's some sort of awning that sticks out front and there's a main, in, there's an indoor portion of it. So mm-hmm. is the knight sitting outside or is he in, inside? Uh, like walking he... up the road into town. It's after dark? It's after dark. Okay. He is at the inside portion right next to the old bar that's been here mm-hmm. for so long. Again, just another log that someone put in place and like carved into a bar shape. Yeah. So this is a this was, yeah. It's just a single width door, right? Just a standard doorway for like the old house or whatever, right? Whatever I actually kind of think it's maybe more of like a like a wide open thing. Like in a modern area, you might have like a, a like a garage door style that pulls down on top yeah. of it. I think this yeah. is such a small community that it's more like a, a ten foot wide opening with no doors okay. to open or close it, since there's no real crime in such a small close-knit yeah. town. Okay, well, Mouse for Winter approaches the tavern, strides past the fire, and goes to enter the tavern yeah. proper. I think as as he moves his pe- people part... Yes, and you can I, see uh, the knight yeah. sitting there, leaning on the old redwood tree, um, shield already strapped to his arm, his left arm, uh, mm-hmm. beer in his right hand, his axe still a little bit bloody, leaning up against the bar next to him. There's obviously no sign of the blacksmith, right? He's fled and been treated or something. He's fled. Mr. Bates is standing behind the bar, uh, mm-hmm. carefully waiting and tending to the knight, making sure he has everything he needs so he doesn't kill anyone else. Save him anyone else. in front of him, a tankard. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, Malsifer cuts an imposing figure. He's over six feet and well-proportioned, muscular, and he mm. casts a long shadow into the into the tavern as the campfire light flickers behind him. Uh, axe of my own strapped my back. Bardish, in fact. Much larger than this knight's axe. Mm-hmm. He's uh, wearing chain, you say? chain with a kite shield strapped to his arm. So I pause in the doorway and look to him. I think the proper thing to do is to probably confront him with his crimes and command him to uh, submit himself to the law of this land. He doesn't seem to have realized you're standing in the doorway yet. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But his axe is not drawn, right? It's leaning against the bar or something like that. It's, yeah, it's not in his hand. His hand has a tankard of ale <laughs> in it right now. But, <laughs> you know, it's it's like an elbows bend away from being in his hand. Is there anyone else in the tavern? Or have they all just fled? This is like an empty empty tavern room, night drinking by himself at this point. He's cleared the place out. A few of your more gritty uh, citizens are still here. Some okay. of the older veterans who have been around for ages and seen everything. Yeah, probably old hunters, trappers, lumberjacks, mm-hmm. rough and tumble type. The rest of the crowd is probably gathered behind me near the campfire. Yeah. Safe distance away, but eager to see what's going on. Yep, yep. And the sheriff's probably lurking at my flank. You would, you by looking around, you expect maybe 80% of the town is gathered here. Mm-hmm. It's just you and the night. Yeah. It's a dangerous I like one. I feel like it's not proper to, like, sneak up on this guy and gimp him with a withering touch before he knows what's hit him. I am a, I am the lord of this town. So I, uh, command his attention. Night. He lazily looks in your direction. Mm-hmm. His eyes take a moment to fix on you. Who goes there? I am Lord Winter, War, uh, no, Lord of uh, this town and Warden of these lands. Good. I have a complaint to lodge with you. Your I... man attacked me. I hmm. demand justice. I think I, I start stepping towards him as would be appropriate. Mm-hmm conversation I that is interesting another complaint was lodged and I uh, heard much the opposite but I assure you justice will be reached this day good good I want that man taken in and put in the stockades no one raises a hand to a knight Tell me, Lord Knight, what is your name? And I'm close enough to him at this point that I'm looking for like sigils or banners or something. Maybe I've moved to 10, 15 feet away. Uh, mm-hmm. Is he like turned in his bar stool to look he at me? He has, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, shield still strapped to his left hand, tankard in his right. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes him a moment for his eyes to sort of fix on you again because you keep moving a little bit and it's a little yeah. hard to track. I betray a, a sideways glance to Freddy to see mm-hmm. where the sheriff is. Is he like moving into the tavern or did he decide to circle around the backyard? Uh, no, he's Still got you outside. covered with the crossbow. He's standing in front of the crowd. Um, mm-hmm. The crossbow's locked and loaded, but held down so as to be mm-hmm. non-threatening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you see on his shield, there is like a uh, like a turret, like a a tower with a, a gate on it, over two crossed lances, all of it in gold against a field of blue. 
Do you have like a um, house lore or history or her heraldry is the word I'm looking for? Yeah, heraldry is the check. I do not have heraldry, mm. and I certain I would be unlikely to be familiar with any of the uh, Arcadian knights. Yeah, um, I have a local history, so I think I would recognize it if it is like a, a local lord or a, or maybe even one of the uh, other. Uh, other old uh, Gadian houses, but I it's definitely think not. It's just a, if I mean, I, I probably I, some Arcadian knight, right? And I would I don't think I have a shot at recognizing it. Yeah. Does he give his name when I? Yeah. I said your I said your name, boy. Do it. Is he younger than me? Maybe. I don't Maybe. Call him boy. <laughs> That's dark. That's hard you to might, tell. You look you, you look older. Yeah. <laughs> My name. I am Sir William. <clears throat> what is your name, good sir? I, uh, I already, I already gave you my name. I am Lord Winter. And you stand on, and you are uh, a uh, guest on our land. This now, how you uh, treat guests? Hmm, you attack it is, them. It is unfortunate that it uh, that it came to blood. Why? Uh, and uh, justice. Well. Uh, naturally must be served. Here, Why don't here. you uh, come with me and we will uh, see the sheriff together and uh, see if we can't find this uh, blacksmith who uh, assaulted you. He sets the tankard on the... Wait him to come with me. Yeah, he sets the tankard on the edge of the counter, picks up his axe, and the process knocks over the tankard, and spills mm -hmm. on the ground and slightly on his pants, but he doesn't seem to notice. Um, he gets I... up, shield and axe in hand, and comes towards you. Mm -hmm. And I think I go to lead him... Uh... Yeah, out, outside. So I like move to turn and walk with him to the uh, sheriff's house mm -hmm. and to our stockade, as he uh, as he requested. Yes, uh, the crowd parts and gives you plenty of room as you cross the town center to the mm -hmm. other side of the bonfire oh, where the sheriff station yeah, is. Yeah, I'm I guess sizing up this uh, night as we do so. He is when he stands up. Was he taller than me? He's maybe 6'1", 220 pounds of muscle. Yeah. Standard knight. Mm -hmm. um, does he have, like, a backpack or something that he pick, takes with him, or does he leave it sitting at the bar? Uh, you notice that there is a bizarre, horse unknown horse, horse uh, parked okay. nearby with saddlebags still okay. on it. Or maybe I probably noticed that coming in or something. It must be outside. There's yeah. probably somewhere to tie horses. Yes, but... Yeah. Okay, so we walk uh, out of, outside yeah, mm -hmm. towards the sheriff's uh, residence. Actually, towards the sheriff, I suppose. Ah, sheriff. Our, uh, this... Did he... 
uh, Sir William. Sir William is the name. Kel William. William (laughs) Corville of the Corville family. Our words are patience, honor, and virtue. What are your words, Lord Winter? Freddy, our guest has uh, allegedly had an altercation with our dear Smith. Could you perhaps fetch him for us? The sheriff gives you a nod and goes off to find the blacksmith. Jason. Jason, yeah. Mm -hmm. My words are old. Sir Knight. Maybe I'm... uh, Maybe I would use the word sir. I don't know if Cal is is an Arcadian term, right? It's an Arcadian term, yeah. I don't know. That you get, that even you get mixed up all the time. <laughs> once I got it mixed up once. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, my words are old, and they do not, um, and they would mean not to you. Yeah, uh, I think right here you guys are speaking probably in Eridonian at this moment. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, possibly some people in the town don't understand what you're saying, even. Yeah, some of the bumpkins might not. I'm sure the uh, tavern keeper would speak enough Eridonian to handle the odd traveler, and the Definitely. sheriff likely would. Definitely. I probably you know, told was speaking to Freddy and Eridonian as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we amble. He stumbles towards the sheriff, which is just like across the... Uh, just across the pond. Across- just, yeah, sure. Bonfire. So the other side of the bonfire. Um, yeah. The crowd is probably part, like... They give you room? Is the, does the, is the blacksmith nearby, or did he have to get fetched from his house or something? Uh, he has been hurried away somewhere, away from the night, so they could, like, <laughs> look over him and mm-hmm. make sure he survives. Uh, mm-hmm. The sheriff comes back a few minutes later with the blacksmith... And the blacksmith's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see he's clutching a bloody stump that has been covered with a rag. Uh, his eye, he's sort of stumbling, and uh, following behind them is this apothecary is too strong of a word. Um, in the modern era, it'd be like, oh, that, I've got this friend that, like, does all these weird forest drugs, and he tries to sell it to people in town. He's, like, sort of the sketchy drug dealer, but sort of knows he, what he's talking about. Is it, you a, know? Is it a male? A, I need to roll for this. No! I think we found our first mm. female town NPC. Nice. I think she's, like, a... Certainly, like, a, I don't know, a forager. She goes out and she collects mushrooms and stuff. For the uh, mm-hmm. for the camp, is into some hippy dippy shit. Apparently, got them yeah. like botany and herbalism proficiencies or something. Yeah, I think the proper term for her interest. is probably like druidess, but I think many people yeah. say that yeah. with like an eye roll, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure, uh huh, druid, uh huh, all the herbs from the forest, uh huh, I get it, sure. 
All right. I'm going to call her a mushroom hunter for now. What was it? Did we have a name? Uh, ooh. I will... I will get you a name. Give me one. No worries. That'd be a good one. Herbalist Woods Witch. Uh, ooh, no, wait. Oh, shit. Hmm? Hold on. Hold on. I don't know. It doesn't matter. She's not important in the scene. I don't think she's just kind of following. She's tend. We see her in the background. She's been tending to uh, mm -hmm. to our Smith. Mm -hmm. All right. Whoa! Oh yeah, spontaneous wife appeared. Mm hmm. And disappeared. The poster is tall as she is. Yes, uh, it's actually a twelve-foot-long poster. So. Um, her name. I've got this. Got this. Her name is Lilith. <laughs> of course, it is. Most. Uh, yeah. Probably in the running for most overused uh, female D and D uh, name. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Classic name. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair enough. Definitely a witch. All right. Um... <laughs> okay. Ah, good. I see them. Uh... <clears throat> I see them coming. We'll have uh... justice seen to shortly. They arrive. Is his uh, axe equipped, or does he have yes. it in, like a? He's, he's carrying it in his hand. Mm -hmm. He is armed, drunk, and dangerous. <laughs> Seventeen AC minimum. He's a, a, a knight, so he's probably well, at least a third level fighter. Might be right. Yeah. I should have withering touched him when I had the chance. But he would. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> does okay. Does uh, Jason say anything when they approach, or does he look? Uh, he is shooting daggers by, by his wife and the and the sheriff. Yeah, he is being helped, but he's shooting daggers at the night. Mm -hmm. uh, you notice it is his left hand that has been removed, not his forging hand, but you know okay. you. It's harder. It's hard to drive a car with only one hand. It must be much more difficult to operate a, a smithy yeah. with one hand. Possibly impossible. Ah, good. Well, not quite good, but uh, <laughs> we are all uh, all gathered. Now, tell me. Lord Knight, <clears throat> why have you seen fit to remove poor Jason's hand? He attacked me. Attacked. He attacked me. 
Jason immediately well, pipes up. I did no such thing. I was just reaching for my drink past him. It looks to me like uh, you attacked him, William. He's missing a hand. Self-defense. It's a knight's duty. And privilege. <clears throat> and it's a lord's duty to protect those uh, those that he serves. <clears throat> and uh, you have uh, grievously wounded one that I hold dear to me. Jason is a smith. <laughs> he may never work again. Dumb shit. <clears throat> is he facing me, facing the smith? He's mostly facing you. And leering at the, mostly facing me? Yeah, mostly facing you, occasionally looking over towards the smith. Mm-hmm. At the very least, uh, you have taken something from him, from me. Is it not uh, a knight's duty, a lord's duty to repay any uh, damage he inflicts on? Uh, yeah, make him pay to restore my honor, the knight says, completely <clears throat> missing the mark. Your honor is strictly your own responsibility. Right. Right. And what would you have me do with uh, such an ill-doer? Throw them in the stockades? What's up? He looks perplexed. That was his suggestion earlier. Uh, yeah, I'll something. Oh, I think I think my wife is scanning something on the scanner and it's popping up as like Windows fax and scanner with all these images coming towards me. And I know I, I was very confused because random documents were appearing on my screen out of nowhere. Hmm. This is, this is Which problem with networks, computers, networks, printers. Uh, sorry, what was your question? Uh, I asked what he thought I should do with uh, such an ill-doer. Throw them in the stockade? Yeah. Stockades. <clears throat> yes, until we can uh, sort out what ought to be done. Yeah. Come then, let justice be served. And I think I turn to like rotate parallel with him so that mm -hmm. we're both facing the uh, the blacksmith. And I give him a pat on the back. Straightens we, up. Like, for us, like to go f as if we're both to move forward. Mm -hmm. And I think I like pat him on the back and catch a grip of his uh, his trap or something and mm -hmm. dig my thumb in and start casting a withering touch. Do you want me to make some sort of attack roll with advantages to make uh, contact? There's no need to make contact. He is him. completely surprised. You're right next to him. He thinks you're on his side. You can touch him without any issues. Um, he's drunk. So you catch him completely by surprise. You get a free attack round off. 
and then we'll roll yeah. initiative. And I think I, I mean, I do what I just described, right? Yeah. I pat him on the shoulder, and it seems like I'm, you know, come on, let's go, let's go get him, bud. And then my uh, my hand lingers too long, and my thumb starts digging in, and I. Uh, you withering touch him. Withering touch him. Yeah, Why don't you give me my own life force? Correct. You age one year. You do two d six damage over two rounds. I think the easiest way to do that is one d six each round, um, rather than two d six divided by two applied twice. Okay. So uh, give me one d six for damage he takes this round. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> there's, no other, uh, there's no other effects of the spell. It's just damage. There's no like strength reduction or anything. Uh, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's only cool. a second level spell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And then I guess we're rolling for initiative. Definitely. Because he gives a, a shout and a yell <laughs> as the pain spreads through his shoulder and it becomes necrotic. Uh, mm-hmm. And we roll initiative. Our lovely drunken knight rolls eight plus axe, which is, I think, six. Uh, Probably another two for being drunk. So let's say uh, 16 on initiative. Mm -hmm. Lord Rosegrove rolls a natural one plus crossbow is what? Seven? It's not Lord. Lord, it's uh, a shared. Crossbow is eight, but he's got it readied, which makes it one. Okay, perfect. So he'll go first. Um, Yeah. Um... Yeah, what do I, am I, I'm trying to think of like disarming chances versus a fighter. Is that even, that's probably not even worth doing. I think I go for my own axe at this, which makes me pretty slow. Speed for a, come on, where is... I don't know why my weapon speed is not on here. All right, um, I'm just gonna roll the d10 and we'll see if it matters. D10. No, you're not gonna get worse than a 16. Yeah, Lord Rose. I'll be uh, close, but uh, yeah. Plus 10 for what is your? What are you doing? Yeah, might be plus 10 for a Bardish, but doesn't matter. I'll still go first. So does Rosegrove like not Rosegrove? Freddy. Freddy. Yeah. Does he panic and shoot? Yes. (laughs) He brings the crossbow up and takes a shot immediately. Would you like um, me to? Yeah, why don't that? you roll it? I think he's got a plus one to hit. It's probably only a second level fighter. Still pretty good. Better than me. Yeah. If I roll 20, we'll load. All right, D, 20 plus one. Might even be like a back attack or something, or like a flank attack. Maybe. That oh my critical. god. He panics. Who does he shoot? <laughs> Give me a saving throw versus death. Oh, it's fine. No one. It just Um, plunks right into the knight's shield without the knight even lifting it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Without he quickly starts reloading. Um. All right. Let's see. I feel like a disarm feels right, but I don't think it mechanically works at this level with like a. It's with a tough. non-fighter versus a fighter, because I'm rolling at lower eight. I've got to hit a zero. I've got to roll a 20. That's not yeah, it's not worth it. Um, so I think I just hit him with an axe. Um, just a straight d20, I believe. You can get... You're behind him. He hasn't acted no. yet, so you can get back attack, but yeah, it doesn't matter. I think it's ineffective. I'm like... 
Lord Knight, yield your weapon and uh, do your extra d6 of damage this round from Withering Touch. Oh, yeah. Only one. And I think I'm backing. Oh, God. It's got to. I think I back away. Oh, no. I'll stay next to him, behind him. He picks up his axe, turns to face you, and in a <laughs> drunken rage, swings at you <laughs> with a six. Okay. Goes wide and high, uh, creening into the rooftop of the sheriff's station. As people <clears throat> begin circling for the second round of combat, the sheriff begins to reload. Now you have assaulted a lord. Lay your knight, or lay your uh, axe down, knight. That's not going to happen. And it's that, not going to happen. That withering touch was not as effective as I needed it to be. So I'm rolling for initiative. Yeah. My zombies that was are all the, the way away. We're worst relying. of 36 withering touches. 36? What? Six Say again? 36 possible outcomes for withering touch. Mm-hmm. And you, you rolled the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, should I roll? Do I have an initiative thing? Cool. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, okay. The sheriff rolls another natural one. The knight rolls another seven. So I think the initiative order is still the same. The sheriff mm-hmm. picks up the crossbow that's loaded again. I presume you handed him a few bolts, maybe. Yeah, I think and I gave him the whole quiver. I just get yeah. Takes a shot at the knight's back. Um, with a natural three plus two for back attack. I thought I was rolling these. Five. Oh, I'm sorry. You should be. Please roll yeah. them. Those <laughs> <laughs> same throws oh, that's a fail. Oh my god. Does uh, Freddy maybe makes a second make it makes an attack roll at an innocent bystander? Yes. Please roll me an attack roll. Um, is he targeting me or one of the? No, uh, it's an innocent like, bystander. Passing oh. somebody, Freddy. Oh no, that's a crit, isn't it? That's a crit. That's a yeah. It's a single crit. Roll me and double here I damage. Just said how nice it was that no one has died yet. Uh, he jinxed it. He just Freddy just murders someone that's like standing behind the knight. Oh god, it's little Jimmy. He's been what? shot in the chest. <laughs> that straight crossbow bolt, man. You never know where it's gonna go. He hits a kid in the chest who collapses and dies on the spot. Well, I will just delete a villager rep. A mother screams, cry out. You hear the father's anger. Your turn has arrived, Malsifer. These fucking knights. Um... I'm gonna. I might get two attacks this round. Yeah, specialized. He's definitely gonna get two attacks this round. I mean, he's drunk, so they're at a penalty, but. Let's see. I think I'll wait out one round and see if I can get a lucky axe. Oh my god. They're not with they're not with me. <laughs> the dice gods frown upon this day. Uh 
Is that maybe three natural one attack rolls that you've rolled out of four attacks? Uh, yes. Three out of four. That's amazing. And one and two ones on the d6s. I. This is statistically improbable. Yes, it is statistically improbable. <laughs> All right, make your attacks. All right, uh, the knight takes a swing at you with a 12 to hit. Now I have AC 13, my leather. Okay, it cuts into your leathers, almost hitting your flesh. Uh, not quite, just ruining your, your armor a little ruining bit. Ruining my coat. Mm-hmm. And then his second attack comes up and over the top, down towards your shoulder with a seven to hit, mm-hmm. uh, missing and thudding into the ground at your side. Mm-hmm. The sheriff promptly begins to reload. <laughs> He's going to try again. The sheriff? Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Are you kidding? Cops don't stop shooting just because they hit an innocent bystander. <laughs> not a, yeah, not a winter's reach they sure don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, kids, the only way to stop a bad man with a crossbow <laughs> is with a good man with a crossbow. <laughs> All right. I uh, submit yourself to justice, knight. And I uh, I think I call on the townsfolk. I'm... You call Citizens on the, the winter's reach. Apprehend this man. And we'll see if uh, maybe I can roll like a charisma check to... Uh, com- Give me your charisma check right one here. Of these, uh, on the spot. One of the some of the uh, bystanders to you know step in and help protect their uh, their homes. Uh, my charisma is thirteen. Oh. Nineteen, natural nineteen. Thirty-two. Uh, you know, so I may not uh, I may not be a very impressive uh, warrior, but I am an imposing and charismatic man. Winter's, and my people love me, what can I say? Winter's Reach is a sort of backwater hillbilly town, you know? Everyone here is always sort of kind of itching for a fight. And with little Jimmy murdered by accident with... Uh, oh, that's also going on this night's tab. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going on this night's tab. And with Jason down one hand... The, mm-hmm. the people of this village are not happy with it. You can see Jimmy's mother and father uh, have already grabbed weapons. You know, one of them's picked a pitchfork up. Someone grabbed a shovel. A few people over there have produced hammers and cudgels from, you know, the wood stacked for the, the fire, for the bonfire, from the blacksmith shop just down the way. Uh, and now there is a... 200-ish strong crowd descending angry on the night. An angry right. mob. Should we roll them in at the end of the round? Have them jump in at the end of this round? Or They'll something? jump in at the end of the round, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, should I roll for Freddy or is he just... No, Freddy's rolling. Join he gets a, a 6 plus weapon speed. Okay. Oh, he gets a 16. That's terrible. Um, uh, weapon speed should be 8, I think. Oh, I had it marked yeah. as 10? Okay, that's must no, be a maybe you changed crossbow. Crossbow. Yeah, I changed it. It's a ten. Change it to ten. Okay. Um. So he goes at sixteen. The knight rolls a nine plus six plus two is a seventeen. Okay. 
You have a 12. I think I withdraw into the crowd as the mob descends upon this knight. <laughs> so I just sort of, I like step back as the knight, yeah, you know, like he moves towards me and I just sort of disappear. I mean, I stand above the crowd, but he sort of like sees me. I lock my cool blue eyes on him as I let the mob descend. Um, I'm first Freddy gets a shot. Go for so it. 20 plus three for back attack. 13 it just sinks into the chain mail. Mm-hmm. But uh, the mob uh, descends. Uh, he not before he maybe gets an attack against them or yeah. He comes after feet. you, but you've moved into the crowd, so he just starts so I think you would have hacking either... aimlessly yeah. into the crowd, into the people. Mm-hmm. Um, first attack roll. Oh, thank God you moved because that's a natural nineteen plus one is a twenty, which on a regular townsfolk is a double crit. Let's uh, see. Let's roll some exploding d8s. Two, three d8 plus three for damage. I'm just gonna go ahead and delete this townsfolk right now. Uh, 13, yep, 13 damage. His axe comes down right into the neck of little Jimmy's mother. Uh, she okay, goes down in a single blow. They died together. Um, how many townsfolk jumped to, jump to jump into the fray with pitchforks and so many? boot knives so like maybe six get in around him and start surround him this round uh i think someone goes to grab his arm another i think it's okay, an overbear so to over drag bear. him to so the ground give, give a couple opportunity attacks yeah he'll hack and slash at three people as they come for him with a four a miss a nine a miss and a 17 is a hit the nine for... and the 17 are probably both hits the, the nine's not a hit Oh, is that including his bonus? That's including his bonus. He rolled an okay. eight plus one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the 16 plus one, 17, deals six and three is nine damage, dropping another townsfolk okay, for so the overbear attack. down to one, 14. Losing surfs. I gotta, yeah, take back what I was saying pre-show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but we can make an overbear attack. I get a plus one for each uh, additional person, mm-hmm. right? That's how overbears work. And it's just got to hit AC 10. Right. And right. I think you can, he can be surrounded by eight people. Eight, so. One of them he just killed. So let's say seven. Sure. I was going to say someone else fills his rank, but whatever. Her rank. No, I think because the attacks of opportunity are made against the overbearing creatures. Go for it, then. It's still a 24. Yeah, they hit him. We do include his shield. So now an opposed strength check. Maybe or was this where the plus one is? I think for the, uh, or does it apply to both? You get a plus one on the hit for each additional creature, and you get a plus one on the strength check. Oh, you take the average strength. I don't remember. I think you take the highest strength of one creature, and then you get bonuses for every creature thereafter. Mm Mm-hmm been a while since we've done an overbear uh you're right it might be the highest the highest strength of the uh of the group just if the attackers hit they must make an opposed strength check against the defender use the strength of the largest attacker and apply the following modifiers plus okay. one per additional attacker okay so the largest do we want to no one here is probably a freak right maybe right. like say a 13 the top side of average it seems yeah. like a lucky number that's the right one plus 13 plus six, six for each additional yeah Plus 19 on a strength check with oh. a natural 20. The knight just disappears beneath the mob. He, likes, he sees me staring at him from behind the crowd as he just gets pulled down under. And um, I think we go to our first break. 
We yeah, will be back good. on the other side with some more Dicing with Death. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Yo. So the knight, Kel William, is dragged down by the mob, <laughs> and you can hear the sound of breaking and crunching and sort of a, a sickening, wet, splattering sound as they... Oh, they kill him. They, I, I think Winter's they, no, I think they subdue him and they drag him and they toss him in the stockades. Or they overcome with... I think I, if you're going to declare something like that of, of my... I think I should get like a some sort of leadership check. Sure, I, I think so. You hear them starting to like beat the man to death. No, I don't think I want to say anything. I'm just going to let the subtle influence of the... of. Uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I just figured they'd want to throw him in the... I mean, we've got these stockades that never get used. What if he asked for them? Mm -hmm. It would be the Lord's justice, but maybe the mob just takes over and beats him to a bloody pulp. Well, little Jimmy was killed and the only Smith in town has oh. been crippled. So the mob and, you know, one other person was hacked down by the sky. Mm -hmm. They're not particularly looking for a peaceful solution. I mean, I've been commanding undead, right? I might as well speak up and see if I can... Uh... Exert any influence on the living, and I, so I'll shout. You know, no, stop! There must be the Lord's justice must be served. Yeah. They're, All right, they listen to you. Yeah, you you rallied them to action before with to, a natural so, twenty yeah, on your charisma over check the, over the rabble. You know, to the stockades, and they take him. Uh, they yeah. they move I, away, leaving. Mm -hmm. What you see is a bloodied and battered knight. His face has been bashed in with rocks. But the, the front Jared. section of the face can take a lot of beating. You you can even rip that off is... jaws and like, you know, there, there's a lot of bone structure in here. Yeah. It can take a lot. So he's alive. But it bleeds. It's bad. Bloody. The stockades. And uh, he like, yeah. He opens them up, Wait. unlocks stockades. Maybe he, he's the key figure here, right? When, yeah. Mm -hmm. He goes, pushes through the crowd, pulls out his, pulls out his keys. I think we're all just going to pretend like it wasn't him that killed little uh, Johnny. No one's going to even mention the crossbow he's got uh, on his back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Open the stockades up, and uh, I, I think the mob drags him and tosses him in. Freddy slams it shut. Slams it there. shut, yeah. Um, and I think we probably just leave him there and throw tomatoes at him for like a week. How does someone how sleep in the stockades? Do you even? Can you sleep mm -hmm. in a stockade? Can you go down onto your knees or are you forced to like sleep standing up? Um, it's, I think over. it's at knee. I think he's kneeling the whole time, right? Or just like hunched over awkwardly. I think I thought he was just hunched over awkwardly. Where he's got to like his, stand at a too. Like mm -hmm. it's, so it's probably especially low. Yeah. I think you wind up like hanging off of it. I don't think you ever get real rest. You probably drift probably in and out of a horrible, torturous consciousness. Yeah, it's probably better to be to be out of it. Stockades are probably pretty brutal in actuality. They never look that bad when displayed in cinema, but I think if you're stuck in that position for like two weeks at a time, exposed to the elements, yeah, it can be pretty Unarm brutal. Unarmed attacks do how much damage? D two or something. D two. Yeah. So they probably didn't. I mean, it would have taken them several minutes to 
pummel this guy. Well, they had rocks that they picked up and shovels and stuff. Okay, so he's he's unconscious. Maybe semi-conscious, you know, in that Mm -hmm. sort of dazed fighter state that where a boxer gets knocked down but not out and can't quite get to his feet, you Mm -hmm. know. And then we look to uh, to our dead, or simultaneously we're doing that. What is? Yeah, I've never had to deal with a. uh, with a dead villager before. What's the what's the procedure here? Um, well, typically the procedure is you bury them and try <laughs> and give them peace. But you look over and you see little Jimmy's father cradling his dead wife and son in his arms. And he looks up to you with big sad eyes and said, Lord, my lord, <laughs> surely. Oh, I know what we have to do. <laughs> Of course, it's it's going to be all right. I put my hand on his shoulder, and I command who I I need to who's uh, Lord Rosegrove didn't come down right. He's up no. in my estate. Yes, um, I think it would be Lilith, right? She would be that she was with uh, oh she was with the blacksmith, but I'm sure she came over to little Jimmy when he got out. In, when she's he got, around. She over here? Yeah, I think she's over here like tending to little like seeing the little Jimmy who's clearly dead and the mom who just got hit with an axe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to... Uh, it's going to be all right. They're going to be okay. Lilith. They uh, are? Yeah. Lilith, find the- Tomas at my estate. Tell him to uh, to bring the chickens. She, she doesn't understand, but she... Zombies don't need uh, animal sacrifice, do they? I'm not going to no. flay their bones. We're just going to bring them back as a zombie and tell them that everything's all right. So that's just my uh, my years, right? That's just years of your life slipping away. Yeah. So what do, what do I... Hold on, what do I need for a zombie? Sorry, I need to remind myself uh, how this how this zombie works. Um... Skeletons. Blood magic. Create zombies, yeah. Well, duh. Of course. Well, you need to enchant your blood and rub it into their brain to, uh... Oh, brains, right. Okay. Um, that's... Requires a small amount of surgery. Okay, yeah. Let's bring them to... Where would the... Would... Does Lilith deal with the dead? No, she's a How forager, often? gatherer, druid, hippie. Okay, all right, no, no, no. Then who do, who does? Like, is that oh, there's a... a priest in town. No, remember there's a there's a chapel, but there was no clear. Oh. There's no priest character. Right, no I think everyone there. sort of just buries their own dead. Right, that that's how, that's the way it goes. Your family member dies, you're responsible for burying them in the in the cemetery. Okay, and there is a cemetery. There's a cemetery. Yes. All right. Um. But she would deal with the wound. Okay, let's let's get them to uh, Lilith's hut then. We don't need a chicken sacrifice, so scratch that bit about going for Tomas. Okay. But I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. So I go to I tell uh, Johnny's dad, who we didn't name yet. We Jimmy, probably little name. Jimmy. Little Jimmy. What's Jimmy's dad's name? He's Big Jimmy. Big Jimmy. Okay, Big Jimmy. <laughs> Pop, oh, I got. Oh no, that's total. Okay, title. Big Jimmy. Title. Uh, widow. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Um fatherless wait, not father I don't know. Childless widow. Alright, uh so I help him get his uh get his wife and child to Lilith's hut under the pretense that they can be that they're still alive and that they can be saved and that everything's gonna be alright. Uh, I think Lilith carries little Jimmy while Big Jimmy carries Big Janet. Yeah. I, I help uh, I help Big Jimmy with Janet. <laughs> <laughs> and we head off to Lilith's hut while the sheriff and the town dispense justice as uh, yeah. well, Thanks. yeah. Maybe maybe there's supposed to be like a trial at some point. I mean, we're, where I like have maybe. to make a judgment. But for now, they probably—I think so. They think they leave him alive in the stockades and poke at him, or and maybe we just forget about him. Maybe he dies there. We'll see if that becomes relevant. You—you um, uh, you hear sounds coming from the town square as you walk away. I'm the one with the torturing proficiency. What's what's Freddy doing over there? <laughs> It's no, I don't. Freddy. It's the regular people, but <laughs> oh no! All it right. fades uh, into the distance as you. So, okay, is it just the three of us taking the bodies to Lilith's uh, mm -hmm. Lilith's hut? She's probably out away from the campfire a bit. She, I'm. She probably usually keeps her own campfire. Small hut. Off to the domicile. side. Yeah, off to the side. It's probably not a full campfire, just it's, like a, a hearth and a stove, like a regular person. It's probably outside, and she's got like a little tent thing. Mm hmm. Made of animal hides. We drag the bodies in there, and they probably take up most of her domicile. Um, does she, what, how does Lilith react? Like, is, does, they're both, they're, we've got corpses here, right? The woman is like, what did she, like, where did she take the axe? The axe? The Janet got the warrior. Oh, killed oh, the, oh, I see. I thought you like with a, carried with a, the axe. Nah. Where did she get hit? Uh, mm -hmm. It was an overhead strike, oh, so yeah. she so got hit like. Her head is like nearly detached from her, yeah. uh, from her it's, body. It's kind of flopping. And Jimmy probably looks okay. Well, I mean, he right. He just took a single critical crossbow bolt. So right he's, to the he's chest. Gone pale. He's he's limp. You're dead. But uh. Looks Big sorry. Jimmy looks at you, Lord Rosegro uh, Lord Lord Winter. Yeah, and is, looks, uh, looks yeah, to okay. Lilith. Are they gonna be okay? By the gods of winter, please, please <laughs> save them. They're going they're going to be uh, they're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. There's a way to save them. An old way. And I look meaning, I look to Lilith. I mean, I'm trying to, has she, she's, she realizes they're dead, right? Is she going to do any of her preparations? She is sort of quiet and following instructions and trying to stay out of the way. Not really sure exactly what's going on, you know? Really though? Really though? Okay, so I need a, uh, oh no, the rich, the magic circle was for shades. I just need, oh, the brain surgery. Okay, um, which I probably can't do with uh, with my hunting knife. Does Lilith have better tools in, on hand for uh, brain surgery? Possibly, yeah. Well, I uh, she'll have 
implements. Yeah, she'll have smaller implements. Cutting, small cutting implements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, um, yeah, I'm like, do you have any, uh, we're going to need a needle and thread, and, uh, do you have any, uh, any, imp- I look to, uh, Jimmy, I, it's, it's crowded in here, uh, wait, you know, wait outside, make, uh, and I, like, set him outside, like, the, I think we, Lilith and I will go into the tent with, uh, with the corpses and put mm-hmm. uh, Big Jimmy outside. Right? If it, will he, will he, will he do that? Yeah. <laughs> Big Jimmy goes outside. himself in the dark after losing his. Well, they're like, look, we're good. We're, we're, they're going to be okay. But this Just is what happens. Outside. You know, your your family goes into surgery. You have to stay yeah. outside mm-hmm. in the waiting room <laughs> while the doctors do their work. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Do you? Yeah. Uh, so I like that. Do you have any uh, cutting implements? She nods. Okay. Small knife. And has she got the needle and thread already? Yes. Cool. Um, She makes eye contact with you for maybe a second, (laughs) maybe two seconds that seem like an eternity um, before handing over the implements and casting her gaze down. Subserviently, right? This is this is the this is the, this is the right. This is the thing to do. But is she dead? Who are you trying to convince, Ryan? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, cool. Does does Lilith do any of the preparations now? She does. She just watch and like fetch me tools while I have to. She do will this be your myself. surgery. Uh, yeah. What's the uh, nurse? She'll be your assistant. <laughs> Uh, in a pinch. I feel like I need a better uh, assistant. Well, we'll see. Maybe. Uh, okay. So I take off my uh, my leather jacket and roll up my sleeves and begin to stitch up uh, Janet. Right. Attaching the torso Re- back together because the head's kind of important, right? Yeah. 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 And then I'm going to have to uh, do the brain thing on the both of them. So make just a small incision with a small knife. And on the temple? Find like a, some sort of straight piece of metal to like hammer in and like make just a small hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surgery. You make a, a small hole. Actually, isn't it you, often it'll be like a stitched up brain flap, right? Yeah. Maybe like that, just a ear or something. It depends like on that. how you want to do it, you know? Some necromancers will go through the temple. Some probably go up through the nose very, oh. very carefully with some special implements and things. Others might do a, a patch in the back of the head or something in the front of the head. Yeah, it depends got... on your style. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know if Massifer has a style yet. Let's figure um, it out. Through the nose sounds like the way to go, but I don't think I have uh, attained that level of proficiency with uh... not yet. <laughs> All right. So I think we'll cut an incision and patch it up. Yeah. Or, I mean, or the small little hole, maybe with where the hair is though, so it doesn't leave too obvious a uh, mark. So just a small incision. Little hole, and I just need to put some uh, put some life force in the brain in the mm-hmm. head case. 
Mm-hmm. Is that how this ritual goes? I mean, this uh, this this surgery. Yeah. You need to enchant your blood and apply this it to their is brain. Part of their life force into um, drawing out the caster's blood, enchanting it, and applying it to the corpse's brain. But only a small amount of surgery. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit of surgery. Okay, we're fine. Everything's fine. It's just. <laughs> just a touch right. of brain so surgery. It's, it's not a big one deal. Year, one year each. One year each. All right. Um, all right. Uh, I have three dead marked on. Yes. My population. Where's who? Who isn't here being turned into a zombie right now? Um, let's uh, add two zombos to my. Should I keep them separate? Maybe I'll little Jim. Is little Jimmy his own zombie, or is he just? Oh, going? That's right. He, the knight chased after you, hacked into the crowd, and then made yeah. another attack against somebody. So there is another dead person, um, unrelated yeah. to. Yeah, we'll Jimmy's. have to go see into that. Should I keep little Jimmy and Janet separate from my regular zombo population? You decide, chat. Tell me what. Tell me what to do. All right. Um, and there's one. One other. Uh, One other corpse, I think, that I've missed out on. Yes. uh... There's one other corpse in town. (laughs) Another woman was brought low by the Mad Knight's axe. Yeah. Her name was Debra. Oh, wait, shit. If I make them zombies, they're just going to eat everyone. Everyone has to be marked now. I wasn't ready for this. (laughs) Um... Let me think here. I think they might just have to stay with me. Um, I didn't think this all the way through. I'm realizing as I'm like, as I've got, yeah, some two. I've already subtracted the years from my life, but I think they'll, they're going to immediately. Oh, no, I can tell them to stop. Yeah. All right. All right, what have I done? What have you done? <laughs> All right, so we're finishing the ritual down here at least, right? In Lilith's hut. Let's get uh, mm-hmm. get focused. Uh, yeah, so I do need to... Do I need to... I need to prepare my blood, right? So I do need to cut some myself and mm-hmm. uh, get it in the teeny tiny little... Uh, the, minor, the minor surgery. Mm-hmm. And these zombies animate? They do. One at a time. Who do you animate first? Oh, uh... You have to do them in succession. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, little Jimmy died first, right? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Yeah. And then, uh... Little Jimmy rises and gives a, a grunt and a groan and starts reaching for Lilith. No, Jimmy, down. Puts his arms down. Stops. (laughs) What is Lilith's reaction to this? I go over to Janet. Abject horror and terror. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of got a little carried away, didn't I? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) All right. All right, Janet. Is it safe to name your zombies... Tell me, chat. Let's uh, let's catch up. But what's what's going on over there? Bad zombie. Ryan is a zombie. 
least Jimmy. Because I wanted to just leave them here as zombies, but then I, I forgot that they will just eat their... Uh... Yes. I guess he could never command them. No. But he could leave them in his house. <laughs> if he was given a proper mark, he could chain them up so they wouldn't hurt anyone. <laughs> That's exactly what I need to do. Okay, and then I raise Janet, and I, the same, like, no, stop, as she, like, goes to lunge for Lilith. Was, uh -huh. still, is, she, is Lilith still in the tent? Er, She's the still in the tent. She's with you the whole way. Yeah, okay. I mean, Stay these there. people worship the old gods, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. On some so level, they know what they're getting into. Little Jimmy. Okay, there's, uh, let's just say there's two... Uh, Two little Jimmy, little Jimmy and and Mama. I don't know. Zombie. Two of them. Okay. Uh, Jimmy. And I call to uh, the uh, father's attention. See, it's just outside the tent. So this is once we've got the once we've done right. the ritual, once we've cleaned everything up. He tidied, uh, comes tidied. inside. Yeah. He sees mm -hmm. Jimmy standing. And mm -hmm. runs over and embraces him. And then after a second or two, pulls away and says, He's it's so cold. Jim Jimmy, he's... Uh, he's not... Uh, he's not going to be the same. Jimmy! But Jimmy? He's still with us. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. Um... They I guess I, I'm looking to uh to Jimmy. Is he is he accepting this? Is he like embracing his uh <laughs> Little Jimmy is embracing is his current state. I mean big Jimmy. Big when, Jimmy, oh. Yeah, the, the father. Is he still or is he is he looking to me for explanation? He's definitely looking to you for some sort of reassurance or explanation that it's all going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Do I sound convincing? Give me a charisma <laughs> check. Um, yeah. Let's see. What do I even tell him? How do I even explain? What, what do I tell myself? All right. Let's just do a... It's going to be okay. They've... We were, uh... They've... been to the other side. But, uh, we brought them back. They're here now, but... the things they've seen... Their spirits will never be the same. I put a hand on him. He nods and then bows very deeply and respectfully and says, Thank you, my lord. Mm. Praise the gods of winter. Mm. I uh, will have a distaste for life. From now on, 
I'm not sure if it's safe to have them out and about. Do you understand what I'm saying? Where do you now? Where do you live, Jimmy? What is wow. he? Who is he? Jim, Jimmy, he's um, uh, he's a what do you call it? Um, not a, what's the male version of a seamstress? A tailor. He's a tailor. A tailor. Okay. Yes. Uh, kind of a catch-all, you know. He'll weave whatever fibers into yarn or thread, and then work with the loom. So he does the whole vertical integrated process, minus mm-hmm. the actual harvesting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. If you uh, if you wish to uh, be be with them, if you don't want them to harm you, you need to give them a sign. What sign? Tell them it's you. It's going to hurt. He nods <laughs> acceptingly. <confusedly. laughs> yeah. Let's go to the estate. All right. You head back with right. um, um, yeah, Big Jimmy. Tell- Do you bring little Jimmy and yeah, I'm like little <clears throat> Janet. Little Jimmy, Jam- Janet, up. <clears throat> They don't attack, and don't attack anyone. They Be stand nice. up. Hey, <laughs> uh, all right. Jimmy's um, this way. Four of you. Jen, Janet. And I think I've got to be like with the neck near them, whispering in their ears as we steer mm-hmm. them. Probably around town. Her hut was already in the outside. So we go through the woods to the estate and avoid town. You do. But there's one more. Uh, uh, as you as you exit the hut. Mm-hmm. There is a, a small section of people who came by to give their regards to Big Jimmy, mm-hmm. and uh, they will witness the four of you leaving the hut. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, that's fine. We we they see us, we see them seeing us probably, but we slink off into the woods and take the uh, roundabout route to the estate. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's always witnesses. Right, and we're gonna head up to the uh, to the estate to uh, give uh, Big Jimmy a mark of servitude. I need a uh, I need to add a column on here for whether or not they've been marked. Rosegrove, Tomas, Big Jimmy. (laughs) 
on the tip. Is he a tailor or is he like a leather worker? A uh, tailor. Yeah. So there aren't a lot of um, linen or cotton uh, resources available. So oftentimes it's importing either raw materials or already woven thread or yarn. Mm -hmm. um, but he does work to make clothes for people in town. Okay. Alright. Um, okay. So we go to the estate. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, does there... Lilith come or do we leave oh, her? Oh, Lilith comes. She helps to console poor, poor big Jimmy. Poor big Jimmy widow. No one there to help him through this trying time. So few people understand the situation she he's going through. She was there yeah. for it all. She she knows what's happening. Alright. And we go to the estate and Papa. Oh, we definitely have to get her like her yeah. Something that covers up the stitches a new dress right oh he's a tailor he'll figure it'll be great it'll be fine it'll be fine <laughs> it's fine okay um but we do need the brand from uh i think it's near my fireplace i guess that seems like a careless place to leave such a powerful arcane uh implement but you know mm -hmm. and we like yeah i guess we yeah you put the brand Tomas, in the light fire. The, light the, Tomas, light the fire. He does. He's probably still traumatized from... It's only been a couple days since he had his own, right? Yeah. His was uh, on... They're on, they're on the wrist? Inside of the wrist, inside I think. Inside of the arm, yeah. yeah. Yep. So Tomas cringes slightly, <laughs> sets the fire to work, Flashbacks. puts the brand right next to it, and mm -hmm. mutters something about, I'll, I'll make you all a late-night snack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Tomas. No one wants to eat. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. I don't say that. He, he gets his late night snack. All right. Um, maybe people do want to eat. Who knows? All right. We uh, keep the brand. It'll uh, take a while for the fire to really get going, and then for the brand yeah, to reach, glow appropriately. I'm sure, Big Jimmy. You know, you, you have to show them that it's that it's you. You have to. Uh, you'll have to show them the strength of your conviction really you know, let that spirit energy out or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. All right. Uh, and the zombies are here frothing in my study while we do this. Heck. Eventually, the brand is hot. Big mm -hmm. Jimmy sort of looks at it. Tomas brings in some tea for everyone. And as he, like, reaches out to set it down, Big Jimmy can see the, the burn marks, the branding on Tomas's arm. And he mm -hmm. kind of puts two and two together. Yeah. Give me your hand. And I hold out like a, a, a left hand or whatever. Yeah. He reaches out for you and says, for this, this will mean my wife and child recognize me, right? I nod solemnly. You must accept the mark willingly, I say. I do. You must sincerely pledge your loyalty to your ancient lords. I swear by the old gods, the winter gods. I uh, take the iron from the fire and plunge it uh, 
into Jimmy's uh, forearm. It sears and burns and smells like barbecue. Oh, and I lose a year, don't I? You do. Okay. And he is marked. He can't really, he can't tell his wife and son what to do, really, though. Can he, no. he can, like, shove them around, though, and, like, like they won't fall over, right? So you, can you give them a shove and step them slowly, push by push? <laughs> he can move them if he wants to put in the time and effort. Yeah. It's doable. Drag them around. He's bigger yes. than both of them. Yes. Uh, does does Lilith want a mark? What is, does, or does she just watch through this? Uh... For the moment, she's just watching. Okay. Um, and after the mark and the burning and the magic clears the air, <clears throat> Big Jimmy gets up and goes over to his wife and child and hugs them. They stand motionlessly, not returning the embrace. Um, and then he takes them each by the hand. And... Uh, hug... <clears throat> I will uh, go ahead, hug, hug them. I, I will say, and I think my words compel the zombies to hug they, back, right? Yeah, they put their arms sort of around mm. him. Not in a tight embrace, but in a, a vague, you know, <clears throat> ghost of a hug. <clears throat> now, let's, uh, as I said, the, the rest of the folk might frighten Jimmy and Janet. You'll have to look after them. Of course. Of course, my lord. I will, I will see to that, that they are cared for. And he takes them by the hands. No, goes behind them and at the small of the back kind of pushes them forward. Um, as they get to the doorway, Lord, not Lord, uh, Tomas comes in with a couple of bowls of chowder. <laughs> uh, will, will you be staying for dinner? Good, sir. Big Jimmy shakes his head, heads out, and Tomas brings in four bowls of chowder <laughs> for you and and Lilith, who's been kind of standing by. And uh, then Tomas leaves. Tom Thank you, Tomas. <laughs> Would you like some chowder? <laughs> she nods. <laughs> Keep it together. And, um, and starts sipping on it, eating it slowly. Uh, she hasn't left yet. Yeah. She sort of volunteered to come along with this silently. Yeah. I think I will, uh, well... Yeah be a little more frank with her. They're going to uh, decay eventually. We'll have to... Uh, do you have any perfumes or anything to mask? Uh, she nods. Rosemary. Mm -hmm. We could we could stuff them with rosemary. Oh, I love rosemary. <laughs> Hmm. I think they definitely used to grow rosemary on this estate for that very purpose. Do they have it? Uh, do we currently have any rosemary bushes? Or will you I know have what? There them? is a very large rosemary hedge that runs the entire back length of your estate. Um, yeah. Oh hell yeah. Lord Rosegrove's been tending to that 
freaking hedge for years and I never knew why. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Would you, she says hesitantly, like me to gather the rosemary? I can create bundles that would make it easier for stuffing. You have my leave to uh, harvest rosemary from from the garden. Uh, what time is it? Is it like the middle of the it's, night? Oh, it's so late. But she gets up anyway, gives you a, a polite and formal <laughs> bow. Best time, yeah, you, the best time to reap rosemary is under the moonlight, right? Yes. All right, Lilith bows. I uh, I bow back, I guess. She heads off to gather the rosemary. And uh, a few minutes later, while she's out, Lord Rosegrove yeah. comes back in. Yeah, I need to head back to town, I think. But uh, I'll talk to Rosegrove before I go. <clears throat> My lord, are we having a guest over th- this evening? Shall I prepare an extra bedroom? <clears throat> I look up. Is it a, what's the moon like? Is there light? I think it's a cloudy night. It's not much, not much light coming through at all. Mm. Um. <clears throat> if, uh, what would we call her? She's not a lady. <laughs> I mean, tech, I don't know. But would you say Lilith? Is that, that seems like a, a cursed name. Or is it just uh, an old uh, Caledonian name and it sounds fine? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with any of these names. There's nothing auspicious about a. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. If uh. Yeah, I I guess I'm rather formal about it, right? I, I've I've given Lilith leave to uh. Harvest rosemary. I hope I uh haven't stepped on your toes, Lord Rosegrove. I know the garden is your domain. My lord, I've been waiting many years for people to begin harvesting the rosemary. (laughs) I've tended to it carefully just this uh, very night. Yeah. If the... If the... If the lady is working late, uh, you may prepare a a bed for her. I'm sure Tomas already has tea on the boil. I should, uh... Yeah. I, I... There's one more thing I should see to in town, and I'm going to head in and see if I can figure out who the other, uh, who else died. Yes. And what what happened to that body. Um, Unfortunately, there was another victim that night. Yeah. So I head back into, what do we want to, what do we call it? Into the square? Into the, into the market area? The the town square? Back to the fireside. Into the uh, Stockades are there, right? I probably mm-hmm. s- in the crowd is the it, has the crowd gathered or have things quieted down? No, it's been a few hours now. Everyone's gone to bed. Um, mm-hmm. You can hear the not so silent weeping of the night in the stockade. Okay, I go to find the sheriff. Is uh, <laughs> is anyone else up in the town square? Or have they uh, they got they had their fill of. Uh, Everyone's gone home. Freddy is in his office. Um, He's still Mm -hmm. awake. I guess his office is his house, so he's in his house still awake. He's got a a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, so I think I have to walk past the stockade. The stockade is right in front of his Mm -hmm. 
his house. Yeah, and you can house. see the lantern light on in Freddy's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I walk on in. I say, uh, gets up. Oh, pardon me, Lord Rosegrove. I, uh, Lord, yeah. Lord Winter. I didn't know you would be back. I'm sorry for my state. You're, you're, you're perfectly fine, Freddy. It's been a long night. I look out the window or the doorway. I don't know mm-hmm. to see to the night uh, <laughs> hanging in the from the stockade. Mm-hmm. Was there a? I've been with the uh, with the Jimmy's. Uh... Yes, I missed, of course. I missed uh, the rest of the commotion. Was there uh, was there anyone else who was uh, injured in the? Uh... He nods his head once. Yes, there was, my lord. Who was another, it? Another woman. Wow. Yes. Did is she? Yes. Hmm. Where was she taken? Out back. She's resting in the the temple. Her family will be preparing her grave in the morning. Unless something you need. Now don't jump to conclusions, Freddy. Um, No, no. Rest up, Freddy. It's been a long night. I pick up the uh, crossbow that's probably leaning in his office somewhere. Mm -hmm. He is... uh, off, uh, he's on crossbow probation for a little while. <laughs> Put it that way. I'm going to take that back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, yeah, I don't think I need him for anything. I, I'm going to go to the uh, chapel and confirm that there, the, the corpse was uh, set back here. Okay. Yeah, what do you mean? So you want? So I walk over to the to the chapel, right? He said yeah. that out behind the yeah yeah the, the corpse is in there. Rest. It's sitting just openly in the chapel. The wounds have been uh, staunched. I guess not staunched is not the right word. Uh, you know, they they've t- prepared the body so it's not leaving bloody marks everywhere, but it's, it's just like resting. A, it's on a sheet or a blanket or something. Yeah. Jimmy probably made it. Is uh um, is anyone is there like a vigil? Are are family members gathered in the chapel overnight? No, or they've all the, gone to bed. It's been a trying night. It's an alone body. No one here to see to it. I think that it should probably just come with me, right? I think I, I think Malsifer just picks this uh, corpse up and walks out the back door of the chapel. Uh, what's your strength, come Malsifer? 
14. Okay, that's good. You could do that. It's a long walk back home, though. Let's see, my max press is 170. Yeah, so I think I w- it would be like a fireman left move at movement rate one for a... Uh... It's like a quarter... Did we say a quarter, a quarter mile, mile or a half mile to town? Yeah, so that's like a it's half not... hour of... Yeah. No. Mm. You could do it, or you could get help. It's one of the reasons we have zombies to carry things for you. Mm-hmm. But who carries the zombie? Mm. Other zombies? Zombies all the way down. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I think I think the body just disappears and the family wakes up the next morning to To it missing. Who, do I know who who this woman is? Like did did she have uh family in town give me a charisma check see if you recognize this one you can't know all 250 people in town you can you can know several hundred people but uh i think a charisma check is certainly warranted 25 yeah yeah you definitely know this woman um her name was ruby oh the the knight's horse Yes. Chat and his uh his armor, his weapon, stuff. Oh yeah, I need that. <laughs> Where did that end up? Um okay. Ruby was a another forest gatherer. And part-time hunter. She would mm-hmm. set snares, not so much throw spears or shoot bows. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruby the trapper. I need more trappers. Why she got to go and die? Um, did she have a, uh, a husband, children? Yes. Uh, no, not, no children. She was married. Uh, she and her husband were living with her parents still, mm-hmm. um, in sort of a, a large communal, well, small building, but they're all living together under the same roof. Mm-hmm. Now it's just her widower and her, fa- her parents alone tonight. Okay. Um... I think I need to see to the night stuff first. Uh, so I leave the corpse be and head back to the sheriff's house and maybe wake him up. Uh, just after, like, he's probably just getting ready to sit down. Like, oh, the sheriff's not drinking tonight. No one no. may be blaming him for the je- death of little Jimmy. Wait, didn't you say he was drinking? You said he was drinking. Yeah, he's I- drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sleeping tonight, you mean? He, oh, did I say drink? Yeah, he's not sleeping tonight. He's Definitely. drinking tonight. Okay. Because while no one else will blame him for the death of little Jimmy, he certainly blames himself. It's not, it's, it's, yeah, anyways. <laughs> Alcoholic sheriff, just what this town needed. Freddy, I forgot to, uh, I forgot to ask the, yes, my Lord. the things. Where did the, where did they get put? Or the knight's possessions? I, I put them next to his horse. Figured you would want to see to them. It's by the bar. Let me help you. And he gets to his feet and walks with you over to the horse near the stable mm-hmm. or near the the tavern. It's I, it's okay, Freddy. I can uh, I can I can handle it. He leaves you to your work. And I walk over to the tavern and find the horse hitched mm-hmm. up outside. Yep. 
still with its saddle and all of its stuff on it. Uh, the knight clearly was not taken care of. No, he came in, sat down at the bar, started making a mess of things. Where is the knight's armor? And it's stripped and lying on the ground next to the horse, folded perfect. nicely. His shield, his sword. Yeah, that's what his armor is sitting on, the shield. Oh, I pick up all the possessions, hop aboard the horse. Is there room on this horse for a zombie? You could lay a body across the rump or across your, uh, across the front. Is it like, would I be seen bringing the horse to the chapel and making away with a... It's late. Everyone's gone to bed. They might, maybe someone will poke a head out a window. Maybe not. Uh, there's nowhere to know. It's definitely past the witching hour. Okay. Then I lead the, instead of mounting the horse, I'm going to, uh, pick up the knight's stuff from the ground from next to it mm-hmm. and lead the horse over to the chapel. And lay the body across the horse. Mm-hmm. Um, take the stuff, pick up the stuff again, and like walk the horse back to uh, back to the estate. back to the estate. Yeah, I don't think I. I think it'd be too much weight to have me mounted with another body. Or you could do it. It wouldn't be nice to the horse. I don't know. Could I don't. Know. You could be I, nice well, to the horse. Case, it's only I'll, a I'll half the... mile. You know, it's it'll okay. Be fine. Then I'll then I'll mount up and uh, take the body. Then the knight's horse and all the knight's possessions back to the estate. Wonderful. And in the morning, uh, when Rose's uh, family comes to find her, she will have inexplicably disappeared, left in the chapel and gone on to a better place, right? Yes. To be, to be with the, yeah, her, her spirit's with the old gods, don't worry. The goats and chickens will have some company in the stables. Because you've acquired yourself a war horse, a light war horse. Wowza. Uh, actually, it's probably a medium war horse. I think a light war horse is more for scouting and stuff. Um, Livestock. Yes. Lord Rosegrove will make sure... No, Tomas will make sure that the horse is attended. Um, although, if at this rate, he will need a new assistant to help manage the animals and take care of yeah. his cooking duties. Yeah, I need like a... You need another servant in the house. (laughs) Maybe... Maybe a recently single tailor could work as a stable boy? Or (laughs) might that be too low of a job for him? I feel like a tailor is not a particularly useful job. Yeah. Especially in a town like this. Well, there needs to be at least one tailor, right? I'm sure you'll find another servant to to work for you at some point. Many people in this town would do whatever you asked of them. Yeah. Um. So Rose, or not Rose? Is it Rosie? Ruby. Ruby. Rose is the severed head. Okay, Ruby. Yeah. Which who doesn't matter anymore? She's going to get raised, I think, as a zombie. That's the yeah. easiest, right? It takes yep. a year, but. Uh... See, I give, I give up my, I give my life for these people. How many years of your life have you spent thus far? No, uh, I, I'm at 87 out of I think 103. Uh, I start. I'm just gonna add another zombie. I don't know when I get around to that to preparing the body, but at some point I will. You spend so many nights working so late. Your sleep yeah, schedule is so day, off. Yeah. It. 
you know, it, it can be difficult to tell how much time has actually passed when you're going about things in the way you are. It's easy to to, to lose track of time. Yeah. Uh, can I get the knight's equipment? Yes, he had a bronze chain mail, a shield, medium shield. Um, he had an axe. Uh, he's also going to have some traveling supplies, like food and water and wine, a blanket and tent. I don't know if you care about those details. I don't think so. They get, those are just get through. Um, Actually, they're probably left in a pile somewhere in the estate. But yeah. I'm going to take his armor. Uh, his shield has his sigil, right? It does. All right. I'm going to need Lord Rosegrove to tell him. I'll have a conversation with him about that. But So his axe was like a, it was a battle axe? Battle axe. All right, that'll stay with the shield. I, I think so. I think it's just the armor that I want to take. Mm-hmm. It would. It would sounds like it would fit me, right? It might be a little loose because he's heavier set than I am, but we're about the same height. Mm-hmm. I think I can just wear right. Wear his chain. Mm-hmm. Bronze chain mail weighs forty pounds, I believe. Mm-hmm. Gives me an AC of five. Oh, that's old school. What AC five, classic second edition. Oh, AC bonus of five in this oh, case. Okay, okay. Chain mail is asymmetrical that way. It's nice. Right, right in the middle. And let's see, total weight eighty four. Oh, I need to take off my uh, leather armor. My schwinky leather trench coat. I still like to wear it, but I, I am at light encumbrance. I don't think there that it's well. That's only if I'm fully geared up. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I can mostly wear this chainmail. Okay. Ding. Um, and the horse suite. Excellent. Night war horse. In the stables, okay. And I think at some point, Mousefer does need to rest. Yes. Rest. Uh, I think we're probably going to end our session here. It's a little early and we started late, uh, but today is my four-year wedding anniversary with my wife, so we're going to go hang out and do cutesy romantic stuff. Um, but I'll be, we'll, I will be back for Rise of the Dragon Queen this evening. And I think we will be back next week for more Dicing with Death. I think that should work. I said that like a question, but I'm not actually checking anything. So we can oh, just, perfect. We can, okay. we can just yeah. plan on uh, yeah. plan on Dicing with Death next week. And, uh, Excellent. Good. And I think there's a fro-fro on Sunday. There should be a fro-fro on Sunday. And probably an Akuba Knights this week. There is an Akuba Knights this week and a Rise of the Dragon Queen and the shenanigans. And next Tuesday, the 11th, we are doing character creation for yet another campaign I will be involved in. Bringing the campaign count to one, two, three, four, five, six. That's pretty average for you. A lot, man. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, seven. Seven. Seven campaigns. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be a sci-fi campaign that we are making characters for. Uh, Dead Suns? Dead Sun? Dark Sun? Dead Sun. Dead, Dead Stars? Suns. Something is, like that. Is this uh, is that a a game or is that it is a it is a cam a rule system it's gonna be like sci-fi flying around in space and stars and shooting shooting things our players will be anna prosser uh live in pink and jenna bain um yeah so that's that and uh come back next week for more necromancy dark dealing necromances (laughs) thanks for watching Good night, everybody. Bye-bye.